Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Markets are very, very active in overnight trade this morning. Again, all on the news that uh, Russia has attacked the Ukraine by land, by sea, on foot, uh, missiles uh, being launched. So it, it's for real. They're calling it the darkest hours since World War II, as far as Europe's history is concerned. And it's disrupting all of our markets. Thank goodness we've got Mike North, principal with EverAg out of Platteville, joining us live this morning to help us break it down. Yeah, we perfect morning for me to put you on the hot seat, buddy, because everything's going bananas. Uh, I think people are going to pass out if they look at the Dow Jones Industrial Average and they're close to retirement because that's really nasty. But commodities are so strong. Take me through this. How does an analyst look at this kind of a world event? Well, you have to look at the global flows of commodities. And when we talk about Ukraine, it's important to understand the markets they're most involved in. And so when we when we look at that really, really closely, you've got commodities like barley and rye, in which they're you know, one of the, the largest exporters in the world. But it gets closer to home when you keep running down the list and you see that they're the number three exporter of wheat and you see that they're the number four exporter of corn. The moment you take them out of the game, you now must replace those flows of commodities that would have left their country by other sources and that is going to certainly be something that the u.s is going to participate in as a global seller and provider of product so when we talk about things like wheat and corn uh, as a major exporter of those products ourselves we're going to be asked now by all of these other buyers of grain that would have relied on ukraine to now supply them too and so it's no wonder why wheat is up the limit of 50 cents all the way across the board and why corn is up 35 cents and soybeans are up 50. They are essentially looking at us as the, you know, one of the next or if not the only place to source products from. And that's going to elevate the cost of feed on dairies across the state, across the country, because now we have more people tugging on the same finite supply. Right. How long, you know, uh, people can only withstand this kind of stress for so long. I'm guessing the market's kind of the same way. How long uh, does this play out? Is it uh, is it going to be uh, everybody scattered and run right now, and then we'll have our position squared by Friday? What What's your thoughts? So you make a great point. You know, commodity markets, well, any market for that matter, it's like a rubber band. You can only stretch it so far before it snaps back. And, you know, we're in certainly a market like that where we're testing the demand side to see just how eager the buyers are. Uh, obviously, with a move like this, this this is an expression of fear and panic. We were at these levels last year, if you remember. We took corn even higher to a price of seven seventy five. dollars um, We've, you know, had uh, soybeans higher. You know, these are these are prices that aren't unfamiliar, but they're also very rare. And so, you know, can we go higher? Yes, we've proven that already in the last 12 months. So as I look at this, I don't see this as something that's way outside of normal, but I also see it as something that holds on very, very short periods of time. 
So um, when you see a move like this, you're, you're best not to be emotionally responsive. Um, you know, obviously, if, if uh, you know, you're sitting wide open in, in, in markets, we always tell folks that, you know, you want to make sure that you're protected, just don't be irrational. Um, and so, uh, you know, when you see a move like this, expect it to be a short-lived deal. But we're in, as you pointed out, one of the darkest hours since World War II in, in Europe. How will that play in? Because that, that's, that, that's greater than my lifetime. I have not seen uh, those type of moments, those types of emotions uh, have to play out in a market. That could be a new experience. Maybe that does give cause for new highs in the market. And if you go back to 2012, we took corn as high as eight and a half dollars. We had soybeans rubbing up under eighteen dollars a bushel. You know, we've watched as wheat has gone, you know, well up into the teens. Soybean meals been at five hundred and fifty dollars a ton. You know, these are things that certainly can move the needle. And that's across all commodities. Let's not forget the oil and energy sector. We you know, we took out a hundred dollars a barrel. And, you know, we've got oil trading at massively high prices as well. So, you know, this isn't just a grain discussion. This, this covers all territory uh, of commodities and raw materials. Um, the things that, you know, we could run into problems with, and this is where we could impact dairy markets, if we shut down global dairy trade as a byproduct of, uh, you know, supply channels being shut down, um, that could make life a little bit more interesting as we're trying to move our product into other hands. You know, perishable goods are, you know, something that ultimately require a little bit more of a, a sensitive timeline to move product from point A to point B. So, you know, that's another thing that we're watching. And, you know, certainly you saw some pressure yesterday in the livestock markets. Um, but, all the way around, this is going to be a very emotional time. Emotional times, uh, when it comes to raw materials, invite a lot of buying slash hoarding, people trying to get their hands on what's here, um, you know, in fear that there's not going to be something coming later. Just out of curiosity, and I agree with you, the volumes, folks, that are being traded in commodities this morning are crazy high. What about transportation, Mike? Uh, for deals that are already done or, you know, help me understand, do we have any transportation issues we've got to watch in that region that could impact us? Yeah. So even if you have some sort of contracted volume in play, it's real easy for the seller of that who's trying to ship product out to claim force majeure and walk away from a contract altogether. This is truly one of those circumstances where if there's military blockades, what are you going to do? It's outside of their control, and they will just shut down any shipment of, uh, of, of product. Now, so far to this point, we have not observed any slowdowns of product flowing out of the Ukraine. Most of the wheat's already been moved out of country because harvest was eight months ago. A lot of the corn is flowing on a relatively normal pace. It's it's only slightly behind schedule, but it's it's continuing to leave. Ships are moving. Um, nothing's been disrupted to this point, but overnight with what's developed, uh, that could all change. It's hard to say. 
Mike North along with us. He's a principal with Ever Aggies at their Platteville location this morning. Always want to remind you when we get into these kinds of situations and you need an advisor, the folks at Ever Ag are standing by. Just go to ever.ag and you'll uh, find the contact information there. As we said, uh, Russia has invaded the Ukraine by land, air, and sea. And uh, the markets are reacting. Dow Jones Industrial Average, last time I looked, down more than 800 points. Commodities, on the other hand, are uh, in very strong and robust territory. Make sure you're using risk protection today to try to capitalize on benefits where you can or protect yourself from uh, the things that might be coming up.